0: Uh, Hello and welcome to the Tufty Club. Um, For those who have listened to us before, uh, thanks for staying with us. I'm surprised you have, but we we keep plugging away at these podcasts even when there's no football at the moment. Uh, Today's pod is a little bit different to the normal Blades game reviews or documentary reviews. Today we're going to review and discuss Sheffield United kits over the years. We're going to go from around about 1970 onwards to present day. Uh, Kits are obviously a visual thing and a podcast is an auditory medium, so in true Tufty Club fashion, we're going to discuss something that you can't see. But hopefully, this will work. We'll describe the kits. We might send some different pictures. I've owned most of the kits, so I can send some stuff on Twitter and on the different forums that, that we do. So, first for introductions, I am Deadbat. Uh, I write match reports for the forums. I've done for years. My negative match reports are, uh, I will not say an infamy, but they, they're talked about. Um, I am a big kit collector. As I say, I've bought every United kit I possibly can from you know, the year I was born, I've tried to get every single shirt. There's a couple I'm missing – um, but yeah, I remember the excitement of early days, my mum taking me to Suggs as it was then. And, you know, i would just always been fascinated by kits. I've got loads of you know, international rare kits and uh, I spend way, way too much money on it. Uh, Someone who knows a lot more about kits and we're absolutely delighted to join us is who I would call the guru of kits, uh, which is John Devlin, who is author of True Colours. I have bought your books, John. I've got them here, all the books. Um, and he's got his website, truecoloursfootballkits.com. Uh, amazing illustrator, researcher. Uh, welcome, John.
1: Hello. Thank you very much for having me on. It's a real pleasure to be here.
0: Yeah, you might not say that in in an <laughs> hour, but <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it goes. So, John, you've talked. We'll talk to you a bit about your kit credentials in a minute. Mark, what are your kit experiences uh, as, as a fan?
2: Well, you know me. I'm I'm a bit of a kit designer myself, as you all well know. <laughs> no, no. um, I my first kit was probably the England '86 one, but I wasn't really that into football then. I think it was bought for me more of a PE kit, and I got it in one of those box things. And I just wasn't that bothered. It wasn't until a couple of years later I got into football and started following United, then went up to high school and met some guy called David Beeden and we basically. I don't know, something clicked in the first year and we just started basically nicking exercise books at school, didn't we? And just filling them with kit designs. So we just for some bizarre reason, we just I think it's just an excuse for something to do in classes. So we just used to spend all day in classes designing kits, basically.
0: I'm amazed we got any qualifications because we did spend a hell of a lot of time <laughs> drawing kits.
2: The irony is, um, I got mainly A's to C's apart from art and design that I got an E in. So I don't, I don't know what went wrong there. Um And then, yeah, so obviously we used to get into trouble all the time and stuff. And I, I used to fancy myself as a bit of a kit designer. I think when, when I was about 12, I designed a shell suit for for Chef United. I sent it to Dave Bassett. And um, it, it didn't just chuck it in the bin apparently. Well, not directly. It, it wrote back to me. Um And I've still got a copy of the letter. I found it about... Two or three months ago, um, so I've i did, I've forgotten all about it. And he wrote back wishing me luck in my design career, which obviously <laughs> didn't quite take off in the way I hoped it would. But yeah, obviously, love love football kits uh, as as many football fans do. Uh,
0: Andrew, what's your uh, what's your kit kit experiences? It
2: really is
3: everything starting from '86. So Mexico, the England kit, that really nice tight awful material but with a great collar i wore it for a football team as well we, we've lost our home kit so we wore that and i thought it was Linica. Uh, i obviously wasn't uh, and then also chef united's first away kit that 86 the one that i first remember the red white at the top of it was i loved it i loved it and with, with my uncle being paul stancliffe i went on a float around the city with all the chef united players on and i had that kit on so I always remember that eighty-six to eighty-nine away kit, and then one of the worst memories is I won the England third kit for nineteen ninety, the blue one, in a raffle, and had it nicked the same night. (laughs) Same night. Yeah. Same night.
2: It's quite a rare kit though. that's that's Rotherham for you, though, isn't it?
3: (laughs) But yeah, that that. Blue England third uh, kit guy, I love it, and I still do, and I wish I would had it. It's Hartbro, heartbreak.
0: Nice name drop there, Andy, of your uncle being the Sheffield United captain for uh, eight years. Good
3: well, name you've drop too. You've got to.
0: <laughs> John, before yeah. we, we we go on to obviously discuss the United kits, that' what we're here for. Yeah. Um, I was reading a bit your footballing allegiance in terms of who you support. Who, who is it? Because I've seen Liverpool, Southend, Celtic.
1: Yeah, it's oh, cranky. What a tough question to start with. I think the only team I lose any tears over is Scotland. My dad was Scottish, so I've always supported Scotland. So despite my accent living in England, you can't help who you follow. And you follow your dad, don't you? You know. Um, so that's my, the team I really care about the most, I guess. Southam were my local side and Liverpool were my kind of big team when I was growing up. Um, so Liverpool South End, Scotland Celtic are a family tie, but again it's more of a casual thing with them.
0: Can you remember the first kit that you ever owned going back to being yeah. younger?
1: Well I it was the first one it's funny you mentioned the 86 World Cup because obviously I'm a bit older because mine was a 78 World Cup and I had a uh, it was it was from them really that's when I first kind of got into football but the first kit was the 80 to 81 82 Scotland home kit which I bought up in Glasgow, we were up there one summer. And uh, I told this story recently to the National Football Museum. It was one of those boxed kits and they seemed to size the shorts a different size to the top. So the top fitted perfectly, but the shorts, blimey, they were a bit snug, to be fair. And uh, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't wear them, you know, it was that bad. So that was my first kit. And I think I had a Liverpool one shortly afterwards. So yeah, but I've, I've been a, a big Scotland shirt collector over the years, haven't got them all still. I think the oldest one I've got is about 85, so not too bad.
0: I read somewhere that your Scotland Italia 90 was your, that's your favourite kit. Is that, yeah. is
1: that right? Oh, well, well, you know, you mentioned Andy, you mentioned the, 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 the 86 um, blaze away. It's really unique, isn't it? I don't think anyone else had that design. Same with that Scotland shirt. It was totally, totally bespoke with the long placket, the elegant, delicate pinstripes, the collar and the little tartan trim. I just, I was just blown away at, by when it first came out, and it's still my favourite ever kit. It's just wonderful.
0: How how did you get into, because obviously your your illustrations and your your drawings are second to, how, how did you get into sort of doing it professionally?
1: Well, it was, I think my first interesting kits came from those little Observer books. Do you remember the little white little A6 size books, do you remember those?
0: Might be before our time. Oh, oh, before rubbing our in, time. in the age <laughs> thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry. Yeah. Do you, don't, don't go do John, you, John, don't go. <laughs> <laughs> um, that had a little sequence of uh, colour plates of all the shirts and I remember being about, I don't know, seven, eight, nine, something like that, looking at these and thinking this is, oh, this is wonderful and I couldn't understand why people weren't as obsessed with the shirts as I was. Yeah. So ended up, working in various jobs, ended up at art college, did a degree in graphic design. And I made football kit, the study of football kits, a way of learning drawing software and part of my degree project. Because I, I could see the, uh, the kind of idea of identities. You've got brandy, you've got two or three different kind of identities fighting for prominence on the shirt, And I just thought it was a subject worth studying. Um, and that was it, all my archived material, my felt tip pen drawings all came out the cupboard. And I was able to put together what I hoped was, you know, documenting every kit worn by the main clubs. Because I, I, I don't know about you guys, I couldn't understand why people weren't fascinated by kits, because yeah. they they accompany every moment in football, and yet for years they were just ignored. No one, no one took any notice. I wanted to know who Arnold Laver were or what that little mark meant on the sleeve, <laughs> and you know, yeah. changing his yeah. style. Yeah. So. And ever since then, I've just worked with clubs and manufacturers and, of course, had the books published. So that was always my dream. So I achieved my dream of kind of being the first person to document all these kit changes.
3: John, I'm just looking at the 90 Scotland uh, squad. It is, it is beautiful. I'm looking at it now. It's crazy. great. <laughs> yeah, but It's a fit in everything as well, Andy. Yeah, you know, yeah. The whole thing is just spot on. Nice with a pair of jeans as well,
1: I bet. Yeah, I <laughs> still got one, but of course it's, it's the old saying, isn't it? Everybody in my age says I've still got that shirt, but I can't get <coughs> into it. no yeah. change. Good, good stuff. So right, we're obviously here to talk about. Sheffield
0: United. It's uh, it's very niche for you, John, it's a one club, but we, as I say, you'll probably know as, as much as us about some of these some of these kits and some of these designs. Uh, this is just how it, how it's going to work. Um, we're not going to go through every kit United have ever produced, as much as I'd, I'd love to do, that would be here all night, uh, but I've arbitrarily put them in categories. You might agree, disagree with them as we go through, and we're going to discuss each kit, talk a little bit about... Um, The kits, we're going to have them on screen as part of the pod, but we will hopefully send some versions out, but we'll describe which year it is and the kit. I'm sure most Blade fans will know quite clearly what it is when we talk about the sponsor and the manufacturer and a little bit about the the design. So the the categories we're going to look at are, there's going to be the awful and the unusual, uh, we'll come on to that in a minute, the iconic and historic, the rare breeds and what I've called uh, very unimaginatively beauties. And then we're going to look at any other favourites as well. Uh, towards the end, we might decide our favourite worst home and away kit as well. Uh, we also might go through as we talk about each kit and describe it. We might we, we might also you know talk about sort of some of how it compares to some of the kits of the era, um, a little bit about the era with the United team whether it's successful or not. And we said also we probably will try and give it uh, say a player it makes us think of from that era. And also, we'll give it a mark out of 10 and we'll come up with a bit of an average and we'll see which which kit in which category uh, wins uh, wins out. Uh, Obviously, I know Andy's already said he's not happy with some of my categories. Is that right, Andrew?
3: (laughs) I can live with them. I can live live with them. them.
0: Uh, So we're going to start with the very (laughs) first category, which is going to be the awful and unusual. And this category basically will be some what I call dreadful kits, but also some kits that for me, are not typical United kits. Whether it's home or away, they're not something you would associate with, you know, traditional red and white stripes or the white or yellow sort of away kit that we've had. So, the first kit we're going to look at from the awful and unusual category is the 1979 to 81 home shirt, which was made by i, I would say Hobbit. Is it Hobbit or is it Hobo? I never
1: know. I think I think Hobbit's a fair a fair. Guess, yeah. For that, but but it's, yeah. It's how it's spelt for a start, isn't it? So <laughs> no, you, you think, think
2: so. Oh, yeah. Little sober. where's he got that from?
0: House of Barrington, official teamster to top. And I'll talk to you a little bit. John will probably correct me on some of these facts in a minute. But to, to describe that kit, it was an early, late 70s, early 80s kit. And it looked, what I can only describe as a, very much like a Southampton kit. A broad red stripe down the middle with Canters furniture in the middle. It's got some thin stripes along the side of the red. Um, you know, it, it doesn't look like a United shirt. Very hard to acquire shirt if you're buying it now an original. Uh, and it was associated with some really, really bad seasons. We actually went down to the the, the fourth division. Um, the grandly named House of Barrington is actually uh, it was called the house. It was the House of Barrington shop. It's actually a Pizza Hut takeaway. You know where the Pizza Hut is, Andy, on Aberdale Road. I do. Yeah, near, near, near where we sometimes go for a drink. So oh, that, yeah. was, that is literally 10, 10 minutes away from where, where I sit now. Um, it was a little shop. It wasn't as grand as they made out to be in terms of this house of, of you know, <laughs> kits and designs. Um, but it was set up by a chap called Tony Barrington, who was on the Sheffield United board in the 80s. He actually was a board member. His son David became involved and was involved with JJB after, but it didn't go so well. I think he ended up uh, well. If you serve time for it, you'll see there were some financial difficulties, shall shall we say? But Hobbit, for me, I, I'm sure John will agree, made some absolutely fantastic kits for you know Doncaster, Port Vale, Chester, Grimsby, I think Scunthorpe. You know, for United, you know, fantastic designs, really innovative designs. I don't know what John you think of them as a company.
1: I think, I think with football kits, we have to have the big and small companies. I think when it's dominated by the big three, it, it, it stifles creativity. So brands like um, Hobbit, match winner, who specialise in the kind of lower league most of the time, they're vital. Because, I mean, even at the time, there was nothing like this shirt at the time. It really was um, in terms of creativity, head and shoulders above everyone else, whether well, you like it or not, is another matter. But actually, they were doing something different. And that's. I think that counts hugely.
3: Is it made out of
1: silk?
2: <laughs> and Secondly, why why is that top picture got? It seems to be a woman's mannequin modeling it. <laughs> I don't know.
0: It's not my shirt. This is one of the shirts I've not got. I've only got a reproduction of this. It's like 200, 300 pounds on, on eBay if it comes up once in a blue moon.
1: Yeah, yeah but they always pushed the boundaries of what they did you know people had pinstripes or shadow stripes a hobbit kit had both you know it was it kind of it it really was a kitchen sink um kind of philosophy to design shove everything in that was that I and mean, you see that with the next kits the next united kits as well
2: yeah. deep v-neck as well and also very a very sheffield united thing to do you mentioned he was on the board proper inside the job it's the kind <laughs> of thing you'd expect from our board that isn't it like keep the money going around in circles lads
0: andrew your thoughts on this as a, as a kit would you would you say this is right to fit in the awful or is it unusual or a bit of both
2: I
3: think so, but only because of the lack of proper traditional stripes for me. Uh, I like the colours of black shorts and white socks, but no, not mm-hmm. for me.
0: Not for me and Mark me. are very passionate about United having white socks. We're probably, I don't know whether we're in a minority, Sheffield you know, United fans, a lot of people like red, but we, we do like white socks, I must admit. Definitely. So, so if we were to, I mean, in terms of that era, what, what player, Andy, we won't. To do this with John unless he wants to take part. But what what player does it make you think of, Andy?
3: Uh, I'm unsure. Did Sabella play in this kit?
0: He did. Alex like Sabella played <laughs> in it. Mark Ma- is that the same player for you? Yeah,
2: it's it's all a bit before our time, isn't it? So I'd I'd probably go with Sabella or nearly Maradona.
0: <laughs> yeah, we nearly signed Maradona for this. Yeah. Does anybody recognise who's in that picture?
2: Yeah, Martin Peters,
3: isn't
0: it? Yes, it is. Oh, I, I didn't know. Ooh. It was that obvious. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Martin Peters, the late Martin Peters. So, if we were going to give that a mark out of ten, I, I you can give half marks. You know, got to be honest in terms of you know the the, the kit. Uh, I've given it six and a half. Mark.
2: I think that's about a fair score because I think as a kit, it's a beauty. But I, it, I've got to knock at least two marks off just for it not being a Sheffield United kit. If you know what I mean. So yeah, I think six six and a half is about right.
0: Okay, Andrew.
2: At six for me, David
0: okay and john
2: you won't believe
1: it six and a half exactly what i had in my head wow so there you go
0: okay so we got a, a, an average of sort of six six point six point three for that thanks to andy knocking it knocking it down cheers <laughs> andy okay we'll move on to the the, the next kit I uh I'm, I'm i'm speechless to be honest <laughs> um it's just i, I mean we Mark, recently you did a bit of, bit of digging into this, because we'd heard rumours that Dave Bassett had designed this kit, but you've, you've found, sensationally, you've found uh, otherwise, oh, Mark.
2: Yeah, I did what's known as some uh, proper journalism, and people down at the local RAG need to take note of this. We'd heard that story at the time, hadn't we? And I'm sure it, it, it ran in the yeah. local rag, didn't it? That Dave Bassett in the had personally. Sure yeah, something like it. that. Dave Bassett had personally overseen this shirt and designed it. And I thought, surely not. Although he did write to me about my shell suit. So you never know, he might have dabbled. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I know his daughter, uh, Carly Bassett, um, who works on, I think, Soccer Saturday and Sky Sports. Um, I know she's on Twitter. So I just basically sent her, sent her a tweet and said, is a stupid question it's like the possibly worst chat line she's ever heard um, and bizarrely she not only did she get back to me she sent me a private message and said i'm going to ask I'm going ring him and ask him later and I thought yeah I don't believe but yeah she did she she, she obviously called him got back to me and completely the opposite is true apparently um, they were all put in front of him the the designs for the shirt that we were going to have that season he said this was the worst quite rightly probably I can't imagine they could have put anything worse in front of him and he went with it anyway so he didn't like it at all.
0: It's just I, I mean there's there's no stripes there's no I, I, I just don't I, I, it's not even just the diamonds it's the stuff on the sleeves and I know Ava obviously like to put their little stamp on it Um but it's uh, Andy what 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 do you think?
1: I got
3: <laughs> Two ways of thinking it I've got an issue with that period had been really baggy, baggy kits that didn't really yeah. fit properly on the players. There's no streamline there, is there? Like, Glenn Hodges <laughs> must have really struggled, struggled in that kit. But I loved that team Howard Kendall taking over, just Bassett yeah. finishing, Brett Angel, White House. So I'm sometimes swayed on that. And I remember wearing this in the sixth form at college and thinking I looked the bee's knees, but I clearly didn't. <laughs> because he's, but looking at it now, it shocked me when it first came up. It's, it's it's not the best. It's not the
0: best. It just makes me... The only thing it makes you think of is that Arsenal get You know when we, we yeah. beat Arsenal in the Cup? Uh, I think uh, Bruce Riott, uh, one of his last games, and Bergkamp's early days at Arsenal. But obviously, Kendall's team came in and did, did really well with it. But it's... I, I don't, John, was there anything like this? I know Avec was sort of coming out at that time. But apart from Marawake, which we'll come on to. But what... <laughs>
1: it kind of, it wasn't, it wasn't. It followed on from this early 90s trend of um, kind of deconstructing kits a bit and filling it full of pattern and which we're seeing again at the moment, aren't we? Um, So it it, it kind of, it is literally deconstructing, taking the stripes and thinking, right, what can we do? Cut, 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 lamb and that, that, bang, there's your your design. So it kind of always challenged what um, heritage and tradition meant. But what's interesting is that it's so 90s, you said about being really, really baggy but also the badge within a shield and that was that early 90s trend that faded out you can see trends in badges as you look through kits but this whole idea of having it within a shield it all looks very grand and big but then they put in this this design I mean I wonder I wonder what players thought of it I wonder were they embarrassed to wear it I don't know <laughs> they must have been
0: yeah it's just a uh... I, 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 yeah so it's not one of our uh, great moments. I think we even said it. it's the 95 96 home shirt for so those who are listening to this we obviously see some of the pictures it was made by AVEC and the sponsor was Sheffield based company Wards which is a brewery which um, you know is, uh, is now doesn't exist anymore uh, I remember when I was uh, you know back in my student days and you stay with my now wife who lived off Exel Road coming back from uh, London Road to uh, Exel Road and it stank that brewery it absolutely stank it was just Oh, it's awful it's a smell that you have. When stinky you're shirt
2: with a stinky sponsor. Yeah.
0: yeah, So, which player... John, would I be embarrassing you to ask your players from United? Would you rather sit these bits out? I don't want to... No, go on then.
1: You?
2: I'm, I'm if you
0: bit. can... Uh, see, it'd be interesting to see if you have a similar opinion. So, Andy, which which player would you say that this, uh, this shirt, makes, shirt makes you think of?
3: Without doubt, the on-loan legend, Brett Angel.
0: Why did you say Brett Angel? It
3: just reminds me of this kid, the of Brett Angel.
2: He's so
3: you played about six South games. Anst. Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: striker. Mark, yeah. who
0: would you go for here?
2: Um, you basically touched on the only thing I can remember this shirt, you know, being part of clearly, and that's the Arsenal game. So um, Aussie diminutive forward Karl Wirt, yeah. whatever it was called.
0: Yeah. Michel Vonk, I think, also uh, wore this quite nicely. Uh, do you, John, any players you can think of that you?
1: Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come clean, lads, because it would be unfair of me <laughs> to pretend I know more than I do. I have got my book here. I've got, <laughs> Phil, I've got Phil Starbuck down for the oh, show. Yeah. Oh, good call. Uh, <laughs> He's now a vicar. Is he really?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's right, isn't it, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, oh, okay. yeah. So
0: yeah, little little stats for you. So uh, well, we're going to give it a mark cause I know we've got a lot of kits to, to, to go through. I gave it two, and I only gave it two just because it's so innovative, just, just for something different. Otherwise, it would be a lot lower. Uh, mark?
2: I've gone zero. <laughs> I, 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 I like I know. don't get me wrong. I like, I like a kit manufacturer to be brave and try something different, but this is just appalling. Oh, gosh.
0: gosh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew? Uh,
3: probably three. Too baggy. Collar too high. Okay. Uh, not good.
0: And John, yeah, I'm
3: three
1: as well. Yeah, yeah,
0: okay. Well, that's a nice, easy one two, two out of ten for the 95 96 uh home shirt, right? Good we shall move we shall, yeah, I'm good I'm English teacher, <laughs> right? This is the 2015 16 home shirt, so a little bit more uh modern day. Um, kit maker added our sponsor, John Holland Cars. John Holland Cars made uh sort of classic, um, is it prestige cars it made, wasn't it? Yeah, Like sold. really expensive cars, they're a little warehouse near Meadowall. Um, uh, not a very big company, but obviously you only had to sell a few cars to make make a lot of money, I suppose. Um, this was the all white with very thin red pinstripes. And I think when it came out, I remember thinking, oh, that's a you know really, it's a lovely looking kit. I don't think it's an awful kit by any stretch. I actually like it to look at it, but Again, it doesn't look like a Sheffield United kit. And I remember when they came out the first game, I was just like, it's a white kit. You couldn't even see the red, you know, the the stripes. You can see a little bit. Um, It was just, yeah, it just wasn't a United kit. It looked like an away kit. Um, And I don't know, it's just not not for me. Uh, Andy? I
3: I think it's really nice. And I think if we'd have gone up with this kit, I think it would have been legendary. But we were awful and Connor (laughs) Salmon played in it, and it's not red and white and traditional, but I think looking at it, I I like it, I like the look of it, and I'd wear it.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that they put it to a fan survey around the time it was out, and look at this, 53% of the fans said they actually liked it, but I think over the years, that opinion, like you said, the era we played in, this was the Nigel Adkins season, which is the lowest point we've had, um, you know, well, in our lifetimes, uh, we, you know, we missed out the season in the fourth division and we were very young. Um, just just not not great. It was the 125th anniversary, I think it was brought in for. I think it was meant to coincide with one of our early kits. But when I looked at our first ever kit, it didn't look like this. This was a kit a bit further on in, <laughs> in our history. I don't know whether, John, you know much about our first ever kit design because it well. isn't this.
1: When I look away, it's not because I'm bored with the conversation. It's just, I'm just doing a little <laughs> bit of research as we're talking. Just going on to Dave Moore on to historical kits. And it's a pretty good replica, isn't it, of that third yeah. kit from about 1891, yeah. I think it says. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's one of those things, anniversary kits with a template company like Adidas at the time, they're always a little bit disingenuous because you, you think they're going to shoehorn a concept into the template they've already got. Yeah. So it it wasn't a unique design with the collar. It's fairly rare for any guests to have a collar. Um, But it's a fair fair representation of that shirt. I mean, I, I actually really, really like it. And I have a feeling it's a bit darker red and I've illustrated it and shown there. Is that right? Is it a dark? Yeah, color?
0: Yeah, I think it is a bit darker. I've, I've got the shorts somewhere, I should, I should have worn them. I've time. got the, yeah, it's, it is a little bit darker red than, than, than on the kit, but I think if they'd have done it with white shorts and white socks, it would have been absolutely brilliant away kit, but with doing the red shorts, yeah. it was too much red and white to be an, an away kit.
1: You're talking about, you know, how the fortunes for the club at the time, and that really taints a shirt. A shirt yeah. can look wonderful. But if it coincides with a relegation or you know a duff period, then it's 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 not it's not light, is it?
2: Yeah. yeah, and I think for me, I agree with both Andy and John to look at it as a shirt, as an entire kit. Actually, it is. It's actually really really nice. It's a really good kit, and I've always quite liked. I think John, you touched on it earlier about how brands sort of are clashing with the actual design of the shirt itself. But I've always liked the Adidas three stripes on a kit, and if it gets incorporated into the design and stuff like that. And, um, I think it just looks really good, but everything about it for a Sheffield United kit is wrong. The shirt's mainly white and it should be mainly red. The shorts are mainly red and they should be black. <laughs> and the socks should either be white or black, not red. So it's literally <laughs> top to bottom wrong. So, yeah, for that reason, I'm not a huge fan of it as a Sheffield United kit.
0: Okay. Uh, uh, player it makes you think of. Uh, I went with Connor Sam. And we've already talked about that. Andy, anyone else that it makes you makes you think of?
3: Uh, probably Shea
2: Adams.
0: Huh? Okay, Mark.
2: I think Josey Baxter for me. I don't know why. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, do we? We're all just shaking our heads at these players we had at that era. Joe, can you think of any <laughs> of our players from then?
1: No, well, because that was after my book came out. I haven't yeah. got anything to hand. So to be honest, even head. if we,
0: even if you had you, that team was dreadful. So you wouldn't. Yeah, we're trying. I don't to know. You've,
2: you've got two pretty good players on there. Well, one good player and one that was good f- for that time that he was with us. I think. So. Good for his beard. Yeah, good for his beard, yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: so we're going to give it marks. I I gave it four. He lost a lot of marks for not being United, sure. But um, I like the kit. Mark?
2: Well, if it was just for the kit, it'd probably got seven, eight, something like that. But because it is completely wrong, I gave it three.
0: Okay. Uh, Andrew?
3: I think it's a good kit. Arsenal did something similar, didn't they, going back to the traditional kit. It's brave move. I'll give it a six.
1: Okay, and John. Yeah, the risk of not being ever invited back again. I'm going to go seven and a half because I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't got that that kind of like emotional title. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah.
3: Um,
1: and I like the idea, as you say, Arsenal did it, and it's always a gamble, isn't it? Because you, you, yeah. you're almost going back to the origins of the club, but that recent heritage goes. So,
0: yeah,
1: yeah Sorry, guys. No, it's fine. Average mark five point one two
0: five. So uh, that's, uh, it's you know, probably mm-hmm. a bit. Higher than perhaps, perhaps I thought.
2: I was going to say five point one two five as well.
0: <laughs> right, we're going to move on to the ninety three ninety five away shirt, which uh, I think for me, when it first came out, uh, this was our final season. Uh, again, a season we got we got relegated, so that has negative connotations. But I remember when it came out, we had some fantastic away kits under Umbra the previous years, and this came out and. I don't know. At the time, I hated it. I thought, "Why have we got a blue kit?" There was so much outrage for the United fans. Why are they giving us a blue kit? You know, although it's got the nice teal and you know, mm. sort of uh, purple stripe, which you know looks great, the diag- uh, the diagonal stripe. Um, it, it was, it was just a, a very strange looking kit. But I look back at it over now, and I look back over the years, and I quite like it. And and you know, forget the team. I mean, there's a few of the players there, and. Uh, you know, uh, sort of a pic- got a picture of Jostine Flo, who replaced our hero Brian Dean, but um, it shouldn't work at all. A blue away kit. And I know we had a blue away kit later on, a Desson kit, which I, I did really like, but um, I don't know. Mark?
2: Um, I At the time, I, I was sort of indifferent and I actually like it. I've always liked a sash on a shirt. I <laughs> don't, know, don't know why I'm not, it's, I, don't, know, I don't, don't particularly like Miss World or anything like that, but I do <laughs> like it. I do like a diagonal. Um, and you do wear a sash. I do. You've seen me walking <laughs> around Sheffield a few times, haven't you? It's like, only on a weekend though. And, um, and no, I, I actually really like it. I think it sort of is trying to clash with itself a bit in places. I think they could have picked the colors and, and shades a little bit better, but I don't know, it's something a bit different and the blues, not Sheffield Wednesday blue. So I never had a big issue with that side of it. And I actually think it's, it's better than you think it is. I, Personally, I don't, I don't think it's terrible. I think it's all right.
0: Andy, what did you think when this first came out?
2: I,
3: I absolutely love it and always <laughs> did. And I think it was a bit of a rare breed because of the, uh, the dark away kit that used to clash with referees kit. So they were a bit of a new breed. Well, for me, in my opinion, they were. I love it. And I did back then and I've still got it. And I think it's amazing.
0: I, I think this one's definitely more in the unusual in terms of the the stars. I say, I can't remember. Certainly, since the early days, you know, look back at kit history. I think we might have had a blue kit early on, uh, but like the recent times, we've never had anything like this. And then we've had a few blue blue kits since then. Um, but we did get relegated in this. It was the season when we we went down. And You're
2: backpedalling. You're saying you put it in unusual, but you put it in awful, really, didn't you? <laughs> yeah,
0: but we'll see. Uh, d- John, what are your thoughts on this or was there anything? Because it doesn't compare to many other Umbro shirts. at that? I can't think of many that look like
1: this. Well, I was thinking about that. I mean, I think it's similar in as much as it's navy. And I think navy was just beginning to come in as a popular color because it's, it always sells well on replicas. So I think even then, navy, you started seeing it popping up in kits. I think it's an absolute classic. I mean, yeah. I love the sash. I love the colors. One thing I particularly like is the, the way that Umbro have kind of updated their diamond taping the trim on the cuffs, but also the, the fact it's got like a, a rather dashing, asymmetrical stripe on the shorts, which is again, I, you know, highlighting the badge. It's a lovely little touch that it, you don't see very often. Um, so it was ahead of its time in many ways, I think. So it's one of my favorites, yeah. Definitely.
0: Okay. And just thinking about sort of players from from that that era, I, I, I mean we can see a, a sort of few on that. I, I went with uh oh, wow, I went with Paul Rogers. Uh I think Paul Rogers, Andrew. Uh,
2: uh, Willie Falconer.
0: Willie you yes, another Scottish player. Uh yeah. Mark?
2: Mine's on that picture and I think he's celebrating in the game that I remember it most for, and that's just Seinflow.
0: Yeah, we beat Liverpool 2-1 at Anfield, one of the rare moments uh, of uh, of joy that season. Can you think of anyone,
1: John? United? Yeah, I've got Adrian Littlejohn.
0: Oh, oh yes. himself.
1: This is where I, I fall down, because I might say a player, because if I'm trying to <laughs> scrabble to get a player that I <laughs> haven't and he might end up to be a real donkey, I'm going to get yeah. sorted. But...
2: Oh, a lot of them were. No. A lot of the
0: ones we've said <laughs> are not great players, it's just what it makes us think of, so... Uh, um, it, it's, it is. It's good. And sorry to put you under pressure. <laughs> no, it's and, uh, good.
1: It's
0: fine. I, I'm going to give it a lot lower mark than everyone else. I think I gave it three and a half, which is going to be contrary. Oh. I know. Uh, uh, mark,
2: uh, I went seven and a half. I, I, I knocked seven a few off. A but yeah, I, wow. I like it. I really like it. Uh,
0: wow, Andrew,
3: loved it. First uh, holiday with the lads. I took this on holiday <laughs> with me. So I'm going to give it eight point five. Nice.
0: Did you pull? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I <don't>, can't remember. <laughs> I don't uh, uh, John, I'm I'm an eight for this one.
0: An eight, okay. A lot higher mark, six point eight. A lot higher mark than I than I thought for that. Right.
3: Quite right.
0: Right, so we move on to the ninety five ninety seven away shirt again. Uh, manufactured by AVEC or AVEC, and the sponsor was Wars. This is the reverse of the home shirt of that same period, and I think I can say without. Uh, you know, been too controversial. The worst collection of kits I feel United have ever had in terms of a home and away. Which that's my, that's my opinion. I might be off with that. Um, it's again just a, a concoction of everything. The arrows on the shirt—it looks like they're, they're in prison. Uh, you know, the, the the yellow and purple combination—I'm not quite sure that works. Um, I do remember some good away wins that season. It's you know four 0 at Stoke and four two at Grimsby. Um, it was again Kendall, Kendall period back in the basket. Kendall but um, I don't know Andy your thoughts I, I
3: don't like it I don't think that, <laughs> for me I, I don't like the match of colours uh, and it's one of those baggy kits as well uh, no it didn't work for me never had it either
0: I've got it <laughs> Mark
2: um, I prefer it to the home shirt uh, I've got to say which even though it's an absolutely appalling choice of colours, I think. But I don't know. They're trying something different, and it was something a little bit different. um But yeah,
3: two great. two kits on one. <laughs> yeah, you,
2: you remember you used to be able to get those. People would like get a home and away kit, cut them up, and I don't know. I don't know if they were an in industry for it or they just got the wives to do it and sew it back together. It was like a half and half kit. It does look like someone's had a go at that and messed it up, doesn't it? John,
0: what other companies did AVEC do around this time? I know they've done some recently, like Doncaster and stuff, but they weren't prolific, were they?
1: Crikey, you really put me on the spot there. They did do a a few others. I'm trying to think. Did they do Sunderland at one point?
0: Yeah, they did, actually, yeah. Yeah, we had a very similar kit to us,
1: yeah. Yeah, the red and white stripes again. Um, And what they do is a lot of uh, training and leisure wear for clubs. So I think as part of the Just Sport network of shops, club shops, Mm they'll do, AVEC will do um, training wear. I think Palace had training, AVEC training wear, even though they were sponsored ah, by Nike. Ah. So I think they've, they're kind of still about, but they, uh, they never really got a lot of big, big teams, as it were. What's mm. interesting is the fact they've pulled out their, the, the kind of diamond shape, the arrow shape, yeah. is obviously from their logo. So they're really strangling it with their branding there. Yeah.
0: One thing I will say is if you look on that right hand picture, look at those little embossed blades. Look, nice little, oh, little. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to salvage something for it, but can you see it? There's little blades. Oh yeah. I think you amazing. ought to be
2: wearing this one. Right? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah,
0: It's a bit of unique, isn't it? It's a bit like yeah. the the Hobbit ones where they had the little little blades on the stripes. It's, you know, it's there's been a lot of effort gone into it. I will I will give them that.
1: I think that's a fair point. It certainly isn't a lazy kit, is it? It's, <laughs> no. it's controversial, but it's it's yeah. been they have put some months into it, so something going on.
0: it. it Mark, it, it took me and you a double lesson. This
2: I would have <laughs> got into massive trouble with mum and dad for like running out my purple and yellow felt tip <laughs> pen on the first day, had it? Because that is a lot of colouring in there, uh, isn't it, in that exercise book?
0: Uh, yeah, but uh, no, it's uh, so players. It makes you think of. I I went for. Uh, he was on an earlier picture in the home. I went for Dame Whitehouse here, Andrew.
3: And Michelle Vonk.
0: Michelle, Vonk. Michael or Michelle. <laughs> uh, Mark,
2: um, I don't know. There's like a, it's an amalgamation for me, but I'm going to go with Nathan Blake. Nathan Blake, oh.
0: and, and he's a big fan of Nathan Blake, uh, John He, he likes um, how should we put it? Skillful but lazy players is his uh, preference.
2: <laughs> well, or or Fat
1: and Welsh, whichever way <laughs> you want to look at it.
0: Uh, John, anyone you can think of from this era, this team? I'm going
1: to put out David Tuttle. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one,
0: David. I'm like, well, give it a give it a mark. Uh, I've gone for two point five here, uh, Mark.
2: That went for two,
0: two. Uh, Andrew, one, <laughs> one, and John,
1: <laughs> two for me, I think as well. Two. Okay, oh.
0: I think this is going to score quite yeah one point eight. It's our lowest mark yet, which fits with a lot of United people's opinions. Uh, sort of generally with uh, with with, with that, that that era moving on to another uh, distinct away kit the 2000 to 2002 away shirt which was made by patrick which made a bit of a bit of a, a comeback in that that era i know they had been around before that in the, in the 80s um, midas games were a sponsor i think they were that some of their branding was was these cut with these particular colors and that's a, i read a story that they were kind of shoehorned into making us have a, a kit like this design um it's sort of golden lilac it's uh, sorry so, yeah golden light it's a, it's a very odd combination is that
3: is that I, also known as diarrhea
0: just, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> I remember there was a story in the Sun newspaper, and I've searched and searched for this, and I can't find it. But other United fans have said this is a true story, and it's you know it's quite a controversial story. But the, apparently, the players were getting quite a lot of abuse from fans of uh, opposition. There was quite a homophobic chants made at them because of the design and the colours. And I recall some link with Marcus. They made a, a comment about Marcus Benn. It was it was like an, uh, you know nowadays there was no way they would run with the story. But it was, I just remember like reading it and it was, I don't know, can you remember that story?
2: Mark? I, rem- I, I, I remember, what I remember more than that is on Football Focus. Do you not remember this as well? The Football Focus, they had it on a on a model, possibly even one of those female mannequins that you had earlier on the Hobbit kit. And they put it on a mannequin in the corner. And I remember um, whoever presented Football Focus at that time, if it was Lineker uh, and, and Mark Lawrenson, and they were doing exactly the same thing. They were making an, a load of sort of Frankie Howard-style jokes and stuff like that. And, and I remember it clearly, because obviously we were briefly on national TV, a bit of a, a stock. And you, you look back and you think, how did they get away with that on the BBC? Yeah. They'll have burned that tape. There'll be no yeah. proof that ever existed.
0: Yeah. They'll all pulled it from all the uh, files, like all the other programmes at the moment, if, uh, if it was yeah. there. But uh, no, it's it, going back to Kit, it's just... I don't know, John, what, what your thoughts are on it.
1: I think there was there was a lot of gold kits around at the time, wasn't it? I? Think Arsenal had one and Man uh, United had one, so it's it's a trend at the time. Putting it with purple, yeah, lilac, <laughs> so it's really it's it's not it's not hiding, is it? It's really saying, you know. But I remember that kind of uh, effeminate kind of connotations. I do recall that as well. I checked to see if I'd written that in the book, but I I didn't. But again, I, it did suggest to me that it came from Midas. so it shows how. Um, commercial pressures and you can just imagine the boardroom with the head of a Midas game saying well it'd be lovely if you did the away pit in in this <laughs>
0: it, it sounds like John you know our boardroom quite well because they, <laughs> they, would, they, would, they, would they would have done stuff like that <laughs> uh, we had a lot of kind of low budget small companies obviously we weren't as big as we are now, but, you know we've we moved on to now but we had some very, very small companies. That, what I would consider a, you know, a fairly big club. You know, we're not quite a giant, but we, we did seem to scramble around. And we'll come on to later about when we couldn't even find
1: a sponsor. What one year? It happens more than you think mm. that the, uh, the 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 boss of the uh, sponsor said, well, "It would be nice if it was <laughs> Golden and You know.
0: Yeah, and that team as well. Going back to the the angle we took, we had some really. Big, muscular, quite physical players. There's a few in that picture. George Santos, and we had uh, we had Sufo, we had Jaffo. It didn't really fit the type of team we had. It was Warnock's early days, quite an agricultural style. And then they turn up in this golden lilac number. Uh, yeah, not 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 for me. Player, it makes me think of. I'm gonna have to say, unfortunately, Marcus Bent. Uh, Mark. <laughs>
2: um, I think yeah, it's gonna be one of big lads because it's just. It's- <laughs> just amusing like Jaffo, I quite like Jaffo actually so yeah I'll go with them. uh Andy
3: I went to the uh pre-match uh, pre-season against Rotherham United at Millmore and I stood in the Rotherham end to watch and, and they were getting wolf whistled uh, <laughs> uh during the game from Rotherham folk uh and it, it reminds me of Curtis Woodhouse but I do like the socks in the middle picture uh <laughs> Going, I do. I think it looks all right. Was,
1: was that the first choice lilac? Was that the first choice socks? I've I've illustrated it with gold, but
0: I don't know because there'd be no clash know. with Preston's white. <laughs> Maybe they just thought, oh, should we try the lilac ones today?
2: Yeah, <laughs> th- yeah. Would they need two sets of sh- socks well, if you're going to have gold or lilac? You'd think you'd only need one, wouldn't you? But yeah, obviously they push the boat out big time.
0: Uh, I gave that. Uh, I gave that two. I think I should. I, I think I should have given it less, but I was being kind. I gave it two, Mark.
2: I thought about giving it a one, and that's not a joke. It sounds like I've said that up, didn't it? Uh, I thought about giving it one, but um, I think it's going to get another one because it, it reminds me of uh, Cadbury's Chocolate Eclairs, so it'll get two from me.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, Andrew? Give it a four. You've given it a four? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, don't, I,
3: don't like, I don't mind it at all. And John? I'm going to go four and a half.
0: Yeah. Wow, I feel bad now.
2: You're just negative, Dave creeps oh, in everywhere doesn't it <laughs> uh,
0: that gives it the three 3.1 for that that particular particular die. uh this is our final kit of the first section the awful and the unusual this is the two thousand six oh seven away shirt uh the cox sportive capital one was the sponsor uh it's exactly the same as the home shirt in every way uh, pretty much apart from the fact it's got black stripes instead of instead of white stripes red uh, we've never had black and white, as far as I'm aware, ever before. I don't know where this came from. You know, it doesn't even really work as an away kit, because it clashes with some of the other kits, white kits. Um, yeah, it's, I'm not a fan for this at all. Again, a bad time we got relegated. I do remember us getting a good good draw chart on the picture of John Stead uh, we're looking at at the moment. But um, I don't know why, would was it Warnock, Notts County Association, something about that, but... I don't know what they were thinking of here, uh, Mark.
2: I don't mind black and white at all, um, and I don't mind the home kit being the inverse or, or like a a play on the away kit and vice versa sort of things. So I don't mind that either, but I don't know. I'm just not don't like this kit. It looks a bit like a, a training kit that they've just ironed a badge on just to just to play in. You know, it looks like an afterthought to me. Um, I think probably because the home kit at the same time, what I didn't really like, it wasn't very good. So, yeah, black and white isn't the problem, but I just don't particularly like it.
3: Andy? I don't like it. I think the the, the collar's loose, too low, and the sponsor's horrendous. It kind of, yeah. I think a sponsor does play a part in a, in a classic kit, and that's just dreadful.
1: Uh, not for me. Not for me.
0: I don't know what you think, John, Do you yeah. agree with this, disagree.
1: I love an away kit to be to replicate the design of the home i think it adds yeah. it, it creates the identity of the club you know you really know who you're you're playing it shows some solidarity but i do get really angry at what awake is that don't aren't fit for purpose and i think you said it first of all david it did this work as an awake here you know white you can get away with if you're playing a team in, in red and white stripes is that really going to give you the kind of enough of a difference no I don't know, I just, I don't, I don't know where it came from. I remember uh, when I did my, my second book, I'm looking at it now, I think it must've just come out before publication. And there was no reason why it was black and white why? It, uh,
0: Neil Warnock's wife has probably had a dream uh, he used to pick his teams based on her dreams uh, dropping players so he probably, he probably had a dream yeah. that black and white looked nice and he said let's have a black
1: and but white she dreams of logos and badges all placed centrally as well that yeah. must be have... well, yeah, oh, yeah that is what's <laughs> going on does it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it? I really it, it's not it's not a number it doesn't it doesn't do its well. I don't,
0: I don't feel. Okay. A player I made me think of, uh, it's a bit cliche because he's there in the picture, but John Stead for me. Uh, Mark?
2: Yeah, I can't remember anything other than that game, really. So it's going to have to be John Stead.
0: Don't think we wore it in many games. No, exactly. Honest. I can't. Uh, Andy? Uh...
3: Kazim. Kazim Richards.
0: OK. And John, I don't know whether you can think of anyone from that relegation, successful relegation team. <laughs> <laughs> was Keith
3: Gillespie still still. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. 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 a good shout. It's a good yeah,
0: shout. He was one of the better players in that team, definitely. Was. Uh, I gave that one. I've, I've given it. I'm changing my mark. I've wrote it here, but I'm changing it. I'm going to give it three. Uh, mark?
2: Um. Yeah, I'm three and a half.
0: OK, Andy?
2: i think
3: it's a pointless kick i'm gonna go zero <laughs>
0: okay
1: it's out there and john just one just one for me
0: okay yeah that's lower than uh, i thought it would uh, yeah one, 1. 1.8 so that's the first category uh the, the awful unusual some some debate over whether they were somewhere awful or unusual but the uh, the uh Yellow and purple avec away is considerably the worst. We will put the marks on Twitter and what, what we gave and everything. Right, we'll, we'll move on.